Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit. Let's go. Top of the morning. 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 Hey y'all, what's going on? Welcome back to another video. In this video, gonna be giving you guys a special treat. Gonna be giving you my 2021 anime wrap up. Things that I'll be including into this 2021 anime wrap up are things that started in 2021 or things that were ending in 2021 for the most part. So I'm not gonna give too many things that ended like in the first two, um, three weeks maybe of 2021, but things that kind of finish off in like maybe March or end of January, end of February, you know, things like that. So I will be including things such as Black Clover, which was a long running anime that ended in 2021, as well as Attack on Titan that ended in 2021, and Digimon Adventure. So I'll be starting off with those, and then I'll give you guys my opinion, you know, maybe two, three sentences or so. I'm not, I won't ramble on too long because there's a lot of things that I watched this year, and I'll give you my ranking of the anime and whether or not I recommend it. So before we get into the video, please be sure to subscribe to the channel as well as hit the notification bell to get notified for more content that I put out. And if you end up enjoying the video, please be sure to hit that like button as well as leave a comment and let me know your thoughts on some of these anime that came out in 2021 so with a happy new year and no further ado let's just get into it let's just jump into it so first anime we're going to start with is attack on titan season four part one for the most part i enjoyed attack on titan season four and yes i do read the manga so i do know what was going to happen but it was a refreshing take to get a switch from what we got for the first three seasons of main characters switching to falco and gabby the animation was really really well done switching from wit studio to the current studio that it is now i think it's mappa the action scenes the dialogue plot twist and where we're getting with the politicizing of the story is really really good and I'm really really looking forward to what they do a part two of season four that's coming out in 2022. I can give Attack on Titan season four part one a eight out of ten ranking. All right next up we have Digimon Adventure 2020. Digimon Adventure 2020 started off pretty interesting when it first came out and there was some delays due to you know um don't really know what I can and cannot say on YouTube about it but for the most part it was really refreshing at first and I thought they were going to be doing something really really different but the anime tended to get a little bit wary and slice of lifey and I ended up not really enjoying it that much in the middle parts. You know certain things started coming out of nowhere and evolutions didn't really seem that earned in the series. I was really really excited to get a reboot of the 1999 original series but you know this 64 67 episode anime is pretty meh. It's pretty mid for the most part and that's why I can give it a 5 out of 10. I don't really recommend it. I think that you'll be fine just watching the Digimon movies that came out more recently. Alright next up we have Black Clover. Black Clover has been one of those animes that I ended up enjoying a lot over the past couple years and seeing that the anime too close to the manga was pretty sad to you know go through but what they did with the final two arcs after they got done with all the filler for 2021 was really really good and it made me look forward to and jump started me into reading the series as well. I can give 2021's Black Clover episodes a solid 7 out of 10 and you know I recommend catching up on the series when you can. Next up we have ReZero starting a life in another world season 2 part 2. ReZero is another isekai and we're going to be having a lot of isekai on this list. ReZero Season 2 Part 2 was really really interesting and Subaru grew on to me as a character in which I ended up enjoying some of the other characters around him that I didn't really care about as well. Um, For the most part I can recommend ReZero. It had a solid ending, it pretty well wrapped up and the Sanctuary situation at first was getting old but I started to enjoy it after a while. I can give this anime a 7 out of 10 for 2021. So next up we have Beastars Season 2. Disclaimer, you know there's some people who are going to think Beastars is uh for people who enjoy furries and but it's much more deeper than that. 
Season two expounds on Lagoshi's experience in high school and him being in love with, you know, Haru the rabbit and trying to figure out Tem's killer from season one and, you know, kind of going through life experiences of really accepting that he's a carnivore. Beastars continues to give, you know, character in-depth explanations that really, really are enjoyable and, you know, they go deeper than most animes I feel like go these days. Beastars season two, I can give it a solid eight out of ten and I recommend it for anybody. And I know some people are going to be like, oh, it's just like a Zootopia in a way. And I think it's a little bit deeper than that. Next up, The Promised Neverland Season 2. 1 out of 10. This shit is bullshit. I'm not even talking about it. Let's go on. Alright, next up we have Skate the Infinity. Skate the Infinity I believe was airing exclusively on Funimation when I was watching it, but it's an anime that was much more different than I'm used to watching. It was about skateboarding. And, you know, it follows our characters Reiki and Langa. Langa moved from, I think, Canada. He used to be nice at snowboarding, actually. Not even skateboarding. But it easily translated. It was almost like something out of Johnny Tsunami or, or Brink from, uh, from Disney Channel. And this anime was really, really well done. The animation was was pretty dope and it, it, it gave me feelings of food wars in a way in regards to like how over the top they you know gave the skateboarding experience for the most part i could really 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 recommend this anime it's really really short i believe it's 12 13 episodes and for the most part i can give it a solid 9 out of 10 all right next up on the list for 2021 is world trigger season 2 and season 3 for some reason season 2 came out way earlier this year and season 3 is currently airing at the time of this recording it was just a later on the situation I would have thought it would have been a part one of season two, part two, season two situation, but it's two completely different seasons. And if you watch World Trigger already, the original anime kind of ended around 60 or 70 episodes. It had like a filler portion, but it's one of those shows that if you ended up watching back in 2015, 2016, when it first came out, you're probably still watching it now if you enjoy the series. For the most part, it's still stuck in the B-ranked war situation. And, you know, the fight scenes in this anime is really, really dope. I can't recommend it to everybody just because I feel like it can be a little bit slow paced and you feel like we're not really progressing that far. But I kind of have an endearing nostalgic. I'm just watching it because I started this so long ago situation with this anime. For the most part, I can give World Trigger Season 2 and Season 3 a solid 7 out of 10 for this year. Next up, we have a really, really pleasant surprise that I ended up enjoying because I was scared to get into another isekai. And that is Moshiko Tensei Jobless Reincarnation, Part 1 and Part 2. Moshiko Tensei basically follows another isekai situation where somebody was born to another world. Moshiko Tensei, what it does differently from a lot of anime that I watched this year, that are isekai is it had a lot more character depth and it really dug into the how dark and how horrible it is to sometimes be placed in this new world that you know is a fantasy world and some people would dream of it but there's repercussions and there's a dark side to everything and the way that they break a lot of isekai tropes that i'm used to this really is a treat i really recommend this to anybody who is into the genre overall and if you got tired of the isekai genre over the past couple years i still recommend watching this rudius gray rat is the isekai protagonist that i feel like is the most refreshing that we've gotten in a long time and i can give moshiko tensei a solid 9 out of 10. next up we have another isekai that time i got reincarnated as a slime following the story of Rimuru the Slime. Now, this is one of those, I guess, feel-good isekai-esque animes for me. Not really sure why I'm still watching it, but, you know, I'm here for the ride. It does have some good parts here and there, but it's pretty silly for the most part, and it's really just one of those feel-good television shows that I watch. And that's how I feel about Reincarnated the Slime. Reincarnated the Slime, I can give a solid 6 out of 10. Next up, we have Vivi Fluoride Eye Song. Vivi Fluoride Eye Song is a really, really spectacular anime. It can sometimes get a little convoluted, but the animation is fire. It's A1. And 
of the fight scenes that do occur, it's not over the top. For the most part, this is kind of a futuristic style story where AIs may end up taking over the world. And, you know, Vivi, our main character, our main protagonist, it's her job to figure out how to keep that from happening. There's a little bit of time travel and there's a little bit of things that may leave some plot holes, but this is a really, really tight-knit story that doesn't even need a season two. I can give Vivi's Fluoride Eye Song a solid eight out of 10. Next up, we have Dr. Stone's Stone Wars. Dr. Stone's Stone Wars, continuation of the Dr. Stone story. Also another one of those uh, shonen anime that do something a little bit different. It's really focused on science. And I ended up really enjoying season two. It went to a place that I didn't expect it to go to. I won't give too much spoilers, but you know, the inventions and the process and the comedy that they go through is always a treat. But there are some little plot twists that happen in the end in which, you know, certain characters end up meaning some demises that you won't be expecting. And I'm looking forward to see how bigger the story gets in season three, since I feel like a lot of people really, really enjoy the manga. Dr. Stone, Stone Wars, I can give a solid 7 out of 10. Next up, we have the uh, controversial My Hero Academia Season 5. So, My Hero Academia Season 5 covers the uh, Class 1A versus Class 1B uh, training arc. It also covers the Endeavor Agency arc, and it also covers the Meta Liberation Army arc. Not really spoilers at this point, but in the manga, this part of the story was really, really well done. At least the Meta Liberation Army arc and the Endeavor Agency arc. Now, I think all of us who watch My Hero don't really care what they do in 1B at this point, and I don't know why they keep telling us what's up with them, but it is what it is. That's what Horikoshi wants to do. But I think there's some style lacking in season five and the way that it paced and the way that it catered to that My Hero Academia movie that was coming out and the way that they rearranged some of the arcs in which they should have all aired. I can't really say that this was stunning. I do know that next season is going to be really, really good and I do read the story, so I know where this is going to go, but I can only give season five a solid six out of ten. Next up, we have an anime that may end up becoming a cult classic, and that's Odd Taxi. Odd Taxi is not something I can really, really super get into because I don't want to ruin it for you. It's a short anime, 12, 13 episodes, I believe, and follows a taxi driver named Otakawa, a 41-year-old walrus taxi driver in a city who down to earth, pretty chill, but he's pretty cynical. I don't know. I feel like Otakawa's a lot of people's spirit animal at this point. I can't really get into it, but this is one of those anime that you really have to pay attention to the dialogue. Every minute counts. As some people who say it is almost Tarantino-esque how every little detail in this anime gives you clues and there's multiple storylines going on in this series that all converge at one point and it ends up sticking and landing very very well. The plot twist that you guys are going to experience at the end if you end up giving it a try, I shit you not that you guys are going to end up loving it. Solid 9 out of 10. Next up we have 8686 part 1 and part 2. 86 is you know your mecha anime genre and for the most part it's pretty pretty good. It has a lot of really dark tropes, it takes on racism, it takes on the effects of war and it just really has some good animation and some strong strong characters. Sometimes at some point you can feel like the, the dialogue drags out a little bit too long and the story gets a little bit too convoluted because you don't really know where we are and what we're doing but for the most part the series is really really good and I really recommend it honestly. It has some really really strong characters, some really really strong themes and a really good plot and you know this is a solid 7 out of 10 for me. Next up we have Tokyo Revengers. Tokyo Revengers is an anime that I was loving this year. Yes, it does have, you know, some semblances of things like Erased, but this is like a race done properly, like done correct. I know the story is not done yet. I don't plan on reading the manga and a race with a much more shorter and condensed story. But Tokyo Revengers is doing everything right for that typical Groundhog Day 
kind of time travel to a specific day type of story. We follow Takamichi, who is kind of frail as a protagonist, but he's trying to find his way there. Give him OD Deco vibes. He's like in his 20s at some point, and he ends up dying and ends up time traveling like back to middle school, but he still has all his memories. So you can only go back to his fixed date in a fixed amount of years. He goes back and forth trying to find ways to fix his things and his uh, hoodlumness as a young teenager or a young teen, preteen, and tries to find ways to change the past so that his future end up turning out better. Tokyo Avengers is an anime I recommend for anybody and I can give it a solid 8 out of 10. Next up we have To Your Eternity. It's 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 a really hard anime to even break down but there's just this being that has the abilities to take on the life and appearance and feel the emotions of other beings that it feels deep connections to I guess. I can't I really can't ruin it but this anime right here is a really really touching story. Honestly the first episode kind of made me tear up a little bit. I'm not even gonna hold you but the main character Fushi is really really endearing it's a character that continues to learn and it's a story all about growth and understanding human connection to your attorney an anime that i recommend and i can give it a solid 8 out of 10. next up we have welcome to demon school arumakun welcome to demon school arumakun is on a season two and for the most part it's a pretty pretty cool story it's not an isekai but it's a story about a 14 year old boy who's adopted by a demon and brought into a demon world and you know he has no powers whatsoever he's a very very nice kid who does everything that everybody asks of him but the comedy in this series and everything that's around it and the characters in it it's just it's just funny it's just a good laugh it's i'm not watching welcome to demon school for the heavy plot i'm just watching it just for a good laugh and some you know some dumb humor i can give welcome to demon school a solid six out of ten next up we have another isekai how a realist hero rebuilt the kingdom this is about a university kid named suma who gets transported to another world he ends up becoming the king of a, a kingdom and he has to basically figure out all their finances and figure out how to get them to get their kingdom back into a joyous situation i don't know it's it's whatever it's it's mid it's it's mid as hell and i i can't really recommend this series at this point i mean i know this is a part one of season one and maybe my opinion will change from part two of season one but i gotta give this a four out of ten next up we have the great jahi will not be defeated the great jahi was a pleasant surprise to me that i ended up enjoying the great jahi is an anime that is really just here for the comedy the comedy really really sticks this landing and it's really really silly it's about you know jahi who is part of the dark realm and a sailor moon s character a magical girl is the correct term ends up coming there and destroying this crystal that ends up sending her and other people from the demon realm to the regular human world and jahi has to go through the trials and tribulations of regular day human life of trying to pay bills trying to have a job being broke and just not knowing how to maneuver life and i feel like a lot of us can relate to jahi i can give this anime a solid six out of ten next up we have a pleasant surprise we have digimon ghost game now obviously early in this video i said i don't really like you know digimon adventure 2020 digimon ghost game came out like at least two weeks after digimon adventure 2020 and my expectations were really really low after how disappointed i was with digimon adventure 2020 you know there's three main protagonists with their three main digimon but this version of digimon takes a much more horror-esque you know villain of the week type of concept on the digimon series the people in this world they have ai holograms but sometimes there's faded versions of Digimon lurking around causing chaos in the world. And some people think that these are ghosts. And sometimes there's some really, really creepy stories and some really, really dark themes. Now the protagonist in this anime is no different than any other Digimon protagonist, but the main core cast together and their Digimon partners and the story that's happening makes this a much more refreshing take on Digimon. And I think any Digimon fan should give it a try. So 
Digimon Ghost Game, solid 7 out of 10. Next up, we have Tact OP Destiny. Tact OP Destiny is a very creative series that, you know, I was not expecting to enjoy that as much. This anime, without spoiling too much, you know, there are monsters in the world where if they hear music, then they're gonna come there and attack it. These monsters are from, like, space, and they land on Earth, and for the most part, Earthlings have tr been trying their best to not play music, because this is what, you know, enrages them. And, you know, this is just a short story of how do we get rid of these monsters? Our characters suffer some loss. They want some revenge. Very Eren Yeager-esque, where they're like, you know what? Titans took everything from me, and now I'm gonna take them all out. Tacto P Destiny has beautiful animation, great music, great references to a lot of classical music that we enjoy, and I can give this anime a solid 8 out of 10. Next up, we have the world's finest assassin gets reincarnated as an aristocrat. Another isekai series that, you know, an assassin gets reincarnated into another world to do stuff because somebody has them on a mission to defeat a hero and they start off as a child and then they grow up a little OP. Um, the anime isn't done yet. It's still ongoing. It's still running, but it's just pretty mid. I had high expectations for it at first because this is the type of character who, who got reincarnated that we're not used to, but honestly, pretty skippable at this point. And I can give it a six out of 10. Next up, we have Comey Can't Communicate Part 1. Comey Can't Communicate is a really, really endearing series about a character who has the ability to not be able to speak to anybody. You know, she's not mute or anything. She just has a really, really hard time communicating with others, I guess after something that may have happened to her as a child. It's a really, really endearing series about how Comey has been trying to get a hundred friends. She wants friends. She is honestly the most popular girl in school because of her look, but she does not speak ever. People just kind of fill in the blanks for this character until one character decides to come around and finally understands that she just has a hard time communicating. People think that she's kind of this ice queen, but she's just scared to talk and she's really, really bubbly for the most part. It's a really, really cute anime, honestly, and, you know, it, it's it's kawaii as fuck. I recommend it if you're just looking for some feel-good television to watch. And, you know, I can give this anime a solid 7 out of 10. Next up, we have a pleasant surprise. Not ready for what this anime was going to do for me. You know, going off the heels of talking about Comey Can't Communicate, who she's not necessarily mute and she's not deaf, so she can communicate, we get Ranking of Kings with our main character, Boji. Boji, honestly, I feel for this character. If you don't know too much about Ranking of Kings, and if you are off-put by what you've seen in trailers, by the animation style, I will say Bahamba. Like, this is, you gotta watch this. This is really, really dope. It's not a heavy action anime, but the tropes and the themes and just the character of Boji himself is, it's... It's really, really good. It's been a pleasant, pleasant ride, and I'm really looking forward to getting more of this series. I don't want to spoil it too much, but I can give you a quick synopsis. Boji is this prince whose father is a very, very almighty king, very, very strong, very, very powerful. And I don't mean just in political power. This is still an anime, so he's like a giant and able to do some crazy things. But Boji is deaf, so therefore, you know, he has a hard time communicating. He's really, really small. He has the inability to even carry weapons. He's just, man, you just feel for this kid out of the jump. And he ends up making a friend called Kage, and, you know, we go through the trials and tribulations of Boji trying to grow up and, you know, trying to reach his springtime of youth and find strength so that he can become a king because he refuses to not become king. As much as everybody ridicules him in the kingdom, he refuses to give up and he continues to be a positive, optimistic character in growth. Ranking of Kings, I can give this a 9 out of 10. I really recommend for anybody. And last up, we have Demon Slayer. So I'm going to talk about it in two different ways. We're going to talk about the Demon Slayer, you know, Mugen Train arc because that's what technically aired. And for the most part, I think
think if you're watching this video, you may have already seen the movie. The movie's a solid 9 out of 10, but the anime, you know, they add it as, as its own art, and I guess that's okay. It was fine. Um, I didn't really watch the anime version of it. I heard they added some extra details, but it's just the same story from the movie. So, like I said, the Mugen Train arc, 9 out of 10. Right now, we're in the Entertainment District arc, and so far, it's pretty okay so far. The, the animation with Demon Slayer is always A1. The intro, A1. But, you know, sometimes I feel like the series can get a little overhyped because of the animation style, covering the pretty okay story of Demon Slayer. So far, Entertainment District arc, I can give it a 7 out of 10. And, you know, it may get better, and this may not age well, and I may be wrong. So, please don't hold me on this ranking so far. So, thank you guys for sticking through to the end of the video. I hope you ended up enjoying it. And if you didn't, I mean... I get it. It'd be like that. So that's it for everything that I've watched in 2021 and my thoughts on it. My little 2021 anime wrap up. Let me know your thoughts on these anime that aired in 2021. You know, whether you think my rankings are kind of shit and I don't know anything or, you know, if you agree or anything that you thought I should have watched in 2021 that I may have missed. And if you ended up enjoying the video, please be sure to hit the like button. Also, if you haven't already, please be sure to subscribe to the channel as well as hit the notification bell to get notified for more content that I put out. And on that note, y'all, Enjoy your life and happy new year. I'm feeling great and feel the vibe. I'm really grateful we alive. And I'm feeling great cause lately I've been on the way to something great. And I feel alive cause I create like every day and I'm on today.